0: You are listening to Time to Revive. This show is designed to help you get the confidence to share your faith in everyday life. The music in the background is Revival from Third Day. I'm Angie, I am so glad you're joining us for this wonderful series on prayer. And today in the studio with me is Mark Bird with Revive Ohio, hello.
1: Hey Angie, exciting day.
0: Oh, you know, here's what I'm looking forward to with this. We have been talking about prayer from all different angles, but how about our angle, Mark? You and I. So I would say that I'm a person of prayer, and I'm actually making it more of a focus for 2021. So how about you?
1: Yeah, making it a lifestyle. Of course, that's what we say with evangelism, but you know, I'm thinking about it from this standpoint, Angie, our devotion to God. Okay, so we say, hey, how about let's do a devo today? But what really is a devo? It's a devotion. It's time to be devoted. I think for me personally, what I'm learning is prayer is a part of my devotion to God. I'm devoted to him. So Mm. if I'm devoted to my wife, which I am, it's because I'm committed. And with that comes what? What comes with a commitment of a relationship? It comes with communication. It comes with, and this is what we do out of love. When you love someone, you want to please them.
0: And you want to get to know them on a deeper level, more intimate.
1: And really, you want to do that so that you can know how to please them more.
0: Yes, and serve them. Exactly. You would do that with your spouse,
1: correct? That's exactly, that's where I'm getting at. That's my angle on that. So today, we were last time in John chapter 14, we're just going to continue on, and you know how I love context. It's awful funny that we didn't see this coming, but God did, and he was preparing us. So today, we're going to start in verse 21 of John 14, he who has my commandments and keeps them it is he who loves me and he who loves me will be loved by my father and i will love him and manifest myself to him
0: oh can we just hang out on a couple of words there
1: <laughs> yeah, right
0: <laughs> i mean jesus is saying if you love me yeah and most of us would say we love jesus yes but it says if you keep his commandments yep and i'm gonna ask you what's his commandment mark
1: That's really good. And what is his commandment? Because actually, the religious leaders of Jesus' day ask him the very same thing. Mm -hmm. Okay, Lord. Well, then what is the greatest commandment? Mm. Right? And it's what? To love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, and mind. And the second... Is just like it, Angie. Love your neighbor as yourself. And that's really the theme of everything we talk about is loving your neighbor, right?
0: Everything hangs on
1: those things. Do you know that it pleases God when we love our neighbor? Mm. You know that pleases him? That's one of the commandments. He said on all of the law and all the prophets, you can hang that, right? Yes. And so what he's saying here is, listen, I want to love you. And the Father and I, we actually want to, here's the word manifest myself Love to the you, word. Love right? the word. Yeah, what is manifest, Angie? What it's does that mean? when something
0: comes into being. That's When it. you see something evolve. Yes. And show up.
1: Yes. Kind of out of nowhere, right? Yes. Manifestation, right, is wow.
0: It changes. Everything changes. It's all, yeah, there's so many words you could use yeah. for the word manifest, but I love that. But how does it, in context, what does that mean here?
1: This speaks to intimacy here, because he said, I want you to love me, and I want you to keep my commandments. Now, for whose good, is it Angie? That's the question. If I keep God's commandment, is that so that he can be more God? Or no. he can be stronger or more powerful? No, nah, it doesn't no. do
0: anything for him, except it builds our relationship with That's him. That's it. But he doesn't need our help with who he is.
1: Right. It's good for us. It's, we benefit from it.
0: Well, yes, because you're inviting the God of the universe to be in you, right. and manifesting in you. That's powerful. That
1: is powerful. Verse 22 continues, Judas, not Judas Iscariot, said to him, because Jesus is saying this to his disciples, Judas says, Lord, how is it that you will manifest yourself to us and not the world? See, he understood right away, there's a way to, whoa, whoa, you're making a distinction here, Lord.
0: Right, right. You know what
1: I'm saying? You're not saying this to the whole world. No. Or you're saying this to us that we're following you. Well, they
0: have to love him mm. and keep his commandments in right. order for him to manifest.
1: Exactly. And
0: I don't think the world loves Jesus. No. That's a, an offensive word to them.
1: Exactly. And this, to me, Angie, this highlights the gentleman property of Jesus. Like, I'm a gentleman. Well, I'm going to manifest to those who ask me. I stand at the door and I knock, yes, yes. right? And you have to open up the door and invite him in.
0: There's so many scripture. This just blows my <laughs> mind. There's so much scripture that goes along with this from like you're doing is we're pulling it in from all these other places in the Bible and they I, all just make sense. But yeah, keep going. It all fits going. like a puzzle. I can get excited about all this.
1: <laughs> yeah. I, I really love this verse 23 the most. I think Jesus answered and said to Judas, if anyone loves me, he will keep my word and my father will love him, and we will come to him, and here's it, and make our home with him. So
0: it's not only just that he's going to live in us, yeah. but his power will manifest That's it. in us. That's it. So it's like getting a superpower. There you go. You know, you see all these it is. comic strips where somebody <laughs> right. gets this amazing super, uh, Spider-Man, let's right. say, you know, all of a sudden gets bit by a spider he's all of a sudden got superpower but now it's not fake it's right. not a movie exactly this is a reality this
1: is the real stuff
0: and it's not for our benefit because that's another thing that he says in another part in luke it's not for your benefit right it's, it's not because of us at all at all it's right. because of the power in us it is we just ought to be thankful that we call him lord
1: and he's and then- <laughs> wanting to, re—he's wa- this is what I hear him saying, I'm wanting, the Father and I, we're wanting to reveal ourselves to you. We're wanting to express our love for you.
0: So I hear from people all the time, you know, I can't worship a God I can't see. Mm. And yeah, I know that Jesus is no longer walking on the earth, but when we carry him, right? sometimes we're the only Jesus that people will see. I think I told you this one other time, there were two occasions when God really showed me the power of carrying his spirit. Mm. and one of them was when I met somebody at a convenience store very early in the morning and he was not socially accepted. yeah, okay. he didn't look socially acceptable. Do you know what I mean? Sure. It's what the world would say, right. And he kept putting himself down. and I just kept talking to him and encouraging him. And at the end of it all, when I left, I should have, done more. I mm. kept saying to myself, why didn't I do more? Why didn't I pray with him? Why didn't I talk to him a little bit more? I mean, I did spend some time talking to him and just sure. being friendly. And God said, but you are the only Jesus Ooh. he could have seen right now. Ooh. Like if you hadn't done what you just did, he wouldn't have seen Jesus. I mean, he just At basically all. told me that was the only Jesus he's going to see today. Oh my! And this happened another time in my own personal life. When I was in a traumatic thing that was happening and there was a nurse present. And I remember I was talking with a friend who said, Where was Jesus in the moment? And I said, He was in that nurse.
1: Mm, That's so good. And that
0: nurse, I just, I can't even explain it. Yeah. It's not like I saw Jesus. Yeah. But I saw
1: Jesus in her.
0: Yes. And I was little when this happened. And it just, to me, that was so. So real. Yeah. And so we can actually, when we carry Jesus, we yeah. can actually be him yeah, for people to see. And when we don't act like him, what is that saying about yeah, our faith?
1: Exactly. Right.
0: Oh my goodness.
1: Yeah. So I'm thinking about this, when we're talking about intimacy with the father, mm. like that's it. You, you can't get any more intimate than right. that. Right. Like we get to represent him and the father when We keep his commandments. Mm. So then it no longer becomes this set of laws and these rigid, iron fisted rules. We're not talking about those. No, that's not what he's meaning by you better keep my commandments. I'm going to slap you down. No, he's saying, if you want to live with me, So we talked about this off air, Angie, and it's this uh, relationship thing. Like I can have a relationship with a friend, Mm -hmm. right? That I can call up, I can talk to, I can video time, whatever. But living with somebody is way more intimate.
0: Yes, that's true.
1: Like your own immediate family that you live with, like that's an intimate setting, right? Yeah,
0: or even a spouse.
1: Yeah, exactly right. And I think that's what Jesus is saying. I'm offering to you. The Father and I, we want to live with you. So speaking of
0: intimacy and relationship, I hear a lot of people say, well, I talk to God all day long. Yeah. I agree. I talk to God all day long. But the difference is, where do you start So if you don't start with intimacy in your private time, in that secret place, when you're absolutely quiet with him, if you don't spend time in that place on a regular basis, then when you're talking to him all day long, you're either just saying words at him, Mm -hmm. or you're continuing on what you just built in this private time. It's back to the spouse thing. If you don't spend time with your wife... And really get to know who she is. Then when you're walking around the house, she's not going to know who you are. You're just going to be throwing words at her. And she's going to be like, why are you talking to me?
1: So here's the cycle. Like, because I love my wife, I want to please her. And because I want to please her, I want to get to know her more. So I can learn more of the things that do please her so that I can love on her more. You see, it's that whole cycle. And this is what I believe Jesus is talking about.
0: So what does he want? Relationship or intimacy? Intimacy. The answer is yes.
1: The answer is yes. <laughs> it is both. But like, so yes. the same thing that you were talking about, Angie, like I can have a BFF, which, you know say i that I can talk, talk to all mm-hmm. the time yep. throughout the day. Like I can call my friend many times, but it doesn't mean that I live with my friend.
0: Well, and honestly, if you have a really good friend like that, that means you have spent a lot of time with them to yep. get to know them. Yep. I'm not going to just find somebody on the street and say, you're my new BFF. Let's talk. Right. No, I mean, that's not how it works. That's a person that you have a deeper relationship with. Yeah. My BFF knows me without me. Saying a word. She's just been around me enough times. She's gone through yuck with me. Right. And honestly, if we put it in that context, it's a lot easier to see the difference in our own prayer life. Are we just having a relationship or are we building on intimacy?
1: Exactly. And so for me, the word listen comes into play once again mm, yes. because of this, Angie, If even if I have a BFF and I call them several times a day, and if I'm the only one that ever talks, mm, yes. Pretty soon, my BFF isn't really going to be my BFF. Because they're like, it's all about you. Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> and so I think this is what we're trying to paint as a picture in prayer. It's like, yeah, well, I talk to God all day long. Well, does he talk back? That's what I'd like to ask. Does he yeah. does He respond?
0: Yeah, and can I just give a personal testimony? Yeah. I mean, we hear from a lot of people that have great testimonies, and I don't know, sometimes I think we don't share our own right, space, exactly. right? I didn't used to think of myself as a person of prayer. Mm. But God has been really putting it on my heart. I mean, I was always go, 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 go. And I thought I'm not gonna be able to sit down and right. spend time, you know, right. and, and be quiet. Oh my goodness. You know, I talk for a living. <laughs> How am I supposed to do that? But I learned because I practiced it. I'm That's not good. I'm not good at playing the guitar, but I practice it. And so I just made a commitment to practice. That's it. And now I've, I read the word as well, of course, because that's the authority of God right there. It has to be in the scripture. And I did dive in and I just asked God to show me what he wants to show me. And I spend time listening as I'm reading. I break down every verse and ask a question. Right. Like, why? Yeah. When we talked about Jesus walking through this mob that was trying to kill him, mm-hmm. how did that happen? Like, these are the questions that I'm asking. (laughs) Like, why can't we always listen to God with a curious ear? Like, God, why why did this happen? How did this happen? What was going on? I mean, that's how I have personally dug in. But God did something as soon as I started committing. And honestly, I started becoming a person of prayer because someone had suggested it to me and said, how about you start having people around you who are going to pray over your life. Ah. And this was really shortly after my accident and they were concerned. So I told my pastor, I said, I'm looking for people who are willing to pray over my ministry and who I am and you know, blah, blah, blah. And he said, absolutely. If you will do the same for me. Mm. Now I've always been better at doing something for somebody else else, besides myself. Right. So, I mean, it's always been the case. I will fast for a friend. Sure. But I won't fast for myself. Exactly. I give up too easy. Yep. So I started, it must have been about July, the middle of July. I started praying every day for my pastor. Wow. And then I started adding and adding people in the church and adding prayers here at work. And I just kept adding. And God started opening up a whole new world to me. Right. Do you remember when you learned to play guitar?
1: Mm-hmm. Yep.
0: And do you remember the feeling of, that guitar becoming an extension of you. Yes. And that opened up like I just learned what 5 years ago mm. how to play a guitar, that opened up a whole new world to me. I all of a sudden had a tool.
1: Yes. to do
0: more. Yes. And I get prayer now, prayer has turned into this tool where I get to experience God yes. on a deeper level. And it is such an intimate level that I I know when he's talking to me. I know when he's guiding me. And I I fully trust a communication that we've had. Right. Absolutely. I'll get something and I say, all right, I'm doing that. And that's exactly (laughs) what I'm supposed to do. Right on. So I'll get, like I explained to you this morning, I could be sitting here doing a teaching and all of a sudden he tells me exactly what he wants me to say. And I just stand back afterwards and go, wow, that was awesome. That was fun. (laughs) That was not me at all. That is the kind of intimacy I wish everybody could feel with God. That is so precious. Again, it's back to you're getting this tool to experience God on a level that you are missing out on if you are not a person of prayer. Amen. And yeah, it's going to take time.
1: Yes, it is. Jesus
0: says, pick up your cross and follow me. Well, you can't pick up a cross if you got other junk in your hands. And when you pick up that cross, it's going to be heavy and it's going to be hard. Well, you know what? Sitting still for a while may be hard, but boy, it gets easier the more you find that time. And I tell you what, there's some mornings when I'm so thick with God that I don't want to come to work. Amen.
1: I bet. I bet so. I do it
0: for all the people. That's the only reason why I get up and actually get ready to go to work, because I'd rather just spend some time with God. That's so good. And I wish everybody could feel that feeling. Right. I know that people that we've talked to that are talking about their testimonies with prayer. I know they feel that.
1: You betcha they do.
0: So what about you? Personal testimony on that?
1: Yeah. I'm just thinking of this. You ever heard the phrase, learn to listen? Mm. And of course the scripture says, be slow to speak and quick to listen. I'm thinking about the listening piece, Angie. And, and I have, I've talked to several people over the years and, and they'll say, I'll say, well, do you, do you listen to the Lord then when you, when you pray? And they go, well, he doesn't, he doesn't really, he doesn't really speak to me.
0: Yeah. You just have to sit
1: quiet. Well, the whole learn to listen thing. So here's where I'm going, Hebrews 4.12. And I ask people this all the time. I said, well, when you pray and you talk to God and then you quiet yourself, you quiet your soul to listen. I said, mm-hmm. do you ever get in the word? And they're like, well, no, because I'm, I'm sitting there waiting and listening I go, well, do you know that the word of God, according to the word of God, is living and powerful? It's it's alive. This word is alive. Absolutely. And so how many times, Angie, for you, like all of us, how many times have we read a scripture over and over and over and over again, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, the Holy Spirit says, I want you to see this.
0: Well, now I feel like I'm a person of prayer. The scripture is taking on a whole new life. That's it. I've read these scriptures. I have underlines in my Bible. Yeah. And yet I'm going, wow.
1: Yeah. I've never seen that. Yeah. So what rule Angie says, well, if you're in prayer, you can't read the word. (laughs) There's no rule that says that.
0: And I I actually led some women in this one time. And I said, okay, we're going to start with 10 minutes and we're just going to sit with a notebook. That's good. And listen, and anything that comes into your head. Yep. You're going to write it down. And then I put on music that was soaking music with no words. Right. And there's just something about listening to something that's kind of ambient. Yes. That helps you to tune in and listen. Right. So it really did help. If there's words, though, I concentrate on the words. I agree. Right. So so just this tones and this soaking music that you can find on Spotify or wherever. Yep. And here's the other thing. People that I didn't think... They said they couldn't hear from God, so I believed them, yep. but which is wrong, because everybody can hear from <laughs> they, God. Right, we can. But they would say to me, I can't hear from God. Mm. It's just because they haven't learned right. how to hear from God. So they sit down, and they start writing whatever they hear. And then we debrief, and I said, so what'd you hear? Right. And one lady said, I just kept hearing him say he loved me. Mm. Oh, my gosh. Right. How can that be wrong? He's
1: responding. Exactly. How
0: can that be wrong? Yeah. And then it just turns into a little bit longer and a little bit longer and a little bit longer. And sitting there with a book and just writing down whatever you hear, it's not going to be a bad thing. Right. Just write it all down. I mean, it's just amazing. And you and I have talked about this. There's been times when God has like straight up said something to me. right? I even said it to you. Like, God just told me you need a new pair of shoes. (laughs) And you were like, that's absolutely right. Yes, I
1: prayed for it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So, I mean, there's... Miraculous things that happen. The more I'm seeing this in God's word, the more I'm seeing that prayer is just the beginning of the miraculous. Right. We know we're reading through the book of Luke and I'm watching these disciples who are doing the miraculous. And what's the first thing they do when they come back? Even Jesus did this. He went into prayer. Right. Because ministry takes a lot out of you, but you got to center yourself. I had a, a moment a couple of weeks ago where I was just not centered. Mm. I was doing so much ministry. And Jesus used to go off into a deserted place. Yes. And I needed a deserted place for like three days.
1: (laughs) I believe it. Yes. Because we need to recharge, refuel.
0: Yeah. There's a lot of wisdom in that. I feel like you can't be really effective until you yourself are centered. Anyway, the whole sitting and listening is a lot easier than you think. And there's no expectations. And I know you and I've had this conversation as well. When your daughter climbs up into your lap, <laughs> yes. don't you just love the fact exactly. that she's sitting in your lap and you're spending time with her? You are happy as a lark, you right? You
1: better believe it. No And what is she
0: probably doing? She's probably playing with her doll or yep. talking or blah, 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 blah. Exactly right. Right? We don't have to be perfectly silent Not at when all. we're sitting in daddy's lap. That's right. We can be all over the place, but we're still sitting Amen. in his lap. That's it. And he's still going... I just love my baby because they're sitting in my lap and they're sitting with me and I have literally curled up in a blanket and sat on my couch just like I'm in daddy's lap because that made it real for me because yeah, it is kind of hard sometimes to do this with somebody who's not sitting right there in front of you but you can can use your imagination Mm -hmm. it's not a dirty word
1: right, it's not you're right, you're right God gave it to us that's right yeah
0: that's so good I think that expectations need to be broken for people. Mm. It's a lot simpler to spend time with God in prayer and in quiet. I was reading my Jack Hayford book that says, yeah, there's a reason why we've got two ears and one mouth.
1: That's right. (laughs) Yeah. It's all about that listening piece. And we have to learn how to do that because it really doesn't come natural. Just look at every relationship on planet earth, Right. You have that to is learn true. learn to listen.
0: Yeah, absolutely. You listen to your wife, right? Yes. If you always talk to her and never listen to her, she'd be pretty upset with you. That's right. It takes practice. Amen. Got to build up those muscles. Right. Your prayer muscles. So where do we start? We start by reading the word and praying the word.
1: That's it. Because that's
0: powerful. And follow Jesus' example. Luke is a perfect place to start because Jesus went off to a deserted place. Jesus took his disciples off to a deserted place. He went off. Yeah. He got out of the limelight and he... Just sat silently with God. Even when he was in the Garden of Gethsemane, he was right where he needed to be. Yes. To be centered. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that was a tough, that was a tough place.
1: And this just came to me, Angie. We just looked at this text and we're talking about the commandments. Jesus mm-hmm. said, if you love me, keep them. Where are they in the Word? Yes. You know what I'm saying? That's where they are. So are you kidding me? Lord, I'm searching this. Word for your commandments, Mm -hmm. because I want to keep them, because I love you, and I want to please you.
0: Yeah. And no matter where you start, just keep going.
1: Right. Exactly. That's so perfect Don't give up. Just,
0: you may not understand it all, but you will. Right. Just keep reading. I can't even express it enough. Just keep reading. I can't tell you how many times I've read through these Gospels, and each time I learned something, but I started off very basic. Yes. You know what? God is good, though. He wants to teach us. Amen. He wants to teach us about his goodness. So... I'm done. I'll get off my soapbox. <laughs> you go. You know what happens when that's you give a preacher time to talk, right? That's it.
1: Right. Yeah. And you know what happens when a preacher says in closing the second time? It's about five minutes. It means nothing. <laughs> that's what it is.
0: Well, I just wanted to be able to encourage people because I've really walked through this part of my growth very recently and I, I've seen the fruit of it. That's good. So that's where I wanted to come from today.
1: All right. You have been listening to Time to Revive.
0: Thanks for listening to Time to Revive. This show has been brought to you by Shine FM and Revive Ohio. More information about this program at shinefmohio.com. The Shine FM Podcast Network.